Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? We How are you doing? back. Because we're the prodigals. The prodigals. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? Oh, I love the show. Um... <laughs> Welcome to the Prodigals Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. We discuss topics not normally preached in the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. This is the main reason why we are here for you. My name is Mark, and I'm joined by Billy and Alan. What's up? Bilalan. 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 Will Allen. Woody Allen. Wow. What? So, (laughs) this week, we're going to be talking about a very rich topic. Wow. It's it's always fun talking about this. Uh, We're obviously talking about prosperity gospel. Obviously. 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 What is it? Is it good or bad? We'll see how this discussion (laughs) plays out. (laughs) So, guys... Let's get biblical. I love being prosperous. <laughs> Must be nice. Must be nice, man. Must be nice. <laughs> that, that, that nurse salary. That nurse salary. Stop, Stop <laughs> this. <laughs> I am living proof that the prosperity gospel doesn't exist. Wow. wow (laughs) wow well then you can um, we can take that in so many different ways (laughs) (laughs) but uh, to start off our discussion let's just define what it is uh what is prosperity gospel from my understanding down pulling it down to the basics is um god will bless me either financially or physically in my health he will bless me immensely prosperly 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 <laughs> as long as i am faithful and obedient to him hmm that's what I knew growing up. That's how I thought it was supposed to be, actually. Yeah, I thought, it, I mean, it, it kind of bleeds into, like, a lot of the other things that we that we believe. Not necessarily the, the, the prosperity gospel aspect of it, but, you know, it's almost like, well, you know, God honors those that honor him. You know, you want to be faithful to, to him so that he blesses you, you know, in, 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 in various different ways. Maybe it's, you know getting you like extra points on your test that you didn't study for or <laughs> you know like because you so, didn't take the test I, on the sabbath oh my gosh oh my gosh it kind of bleeds through but this is sort of like the it's of super super focused on um on money Let's be honest. Hyper, hyper focused. Hyper focused on on money and, and you know other mater- material, yeah, material wealth. Yeah, that's true. 
Would you say, would you add fame into that? Fame, celebrity status, maybe? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm... I mean, it depends on maybe what their theology is based off of. A lot of the time, it's like, what's that verse? Um, living life, having an abundant life. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I feel Jesus like came to bring you to give you life and to have yeah, it more abundantly. I, yeah, I have. I've come that they may have life and have it to the full, or have an abundant life. And I, and I mean, you can fit so many different things within that word abundant, right? Within the human content of life, like what is my definition of, of abundant? Again, I don't know. I just prosperity gospel, man. I what? Like what? <laughs> Why? Like how? So yeah, I th- as, as I as, as I understand it, sort of like the traditional thought process on it, or at least the way that we that has been in sort of like the past decade or so is that mm-hmm. you know you're either um, remain faithful to like you know there's that like we said that hyper sort of like um, belief or trust in God mm-hmm. that he that he wants for you for you to have a prosperous life. And a lot of that has to do most of much of it has to do with you know your financial situation, for sure. And I guess yeah, I, I think there's also like a, a health component to it as well. Um, but I, you know, um, I, I think that as I understand it, there are like three things um, like um, that you have to have like positive um, thoughts, not positive thoughts, positive um, positive thinking, confessions, positive, positive confessions. confessions. Yeah, I've uh, never heard of positive confessions before. Yeah, so have like, you heard of positive confessions, Mark? No. Oh, here we go. Positive confession: the doctrine that believers may claim whatever they desire from God simply by speaking it. So oh, it's name, name so it and go. claim it. Name it and claim it. Yeah, yeah, that's name the one. it and claim that's, it. Yeah. There we go. Ah, I see. Name that's it and claim it. That's a good yeah. one. And so there's that. Then the. The, the donations and something else and it's escaping me and I can't find it donations oh. so like oh is it like reaching a quota I mean as a believer you must donate X amount of money type thing um I don't know how it works uh but I think yeah it's sort of like I feel like the more you like re- the more you sow the more you reap type of type of deal yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel that that's that's part of the theology. Are you telling me it's like stocks or something? What's happening with this? Like thing? the more, yeah, like the more you give, the more, like the more you get, the, the more you oh. give, the more seed money. I think is some of, some of the terms that are thrown out there. The wow. Seed money that's that's put out there, and so you will reap later when it's time to harvest. Yeah. You so know? yeah, they're they're more inclined. Like Christians who believe this are more inclined to give more and more because they they expect that God will give them twice as much mm, back got it fair yeah or more mm. or more <laughs> or more or, yeah because like you <laughs> yeah. have because well because you have parables in there that you know like the parable of the seeds where it's just like okay so you've got those four seeds three the first three are kind of bunk and then the last the last one falls on where they you know where the seed produces what 30 50 and 100 fold or something some whatever some um, some kind of ratio, but that much more than what you planted, right? And so, yeah, three mm, times yeah. more. That's small. That's small. Right? All right. Think bigger. You're you're convincing me. Where do I donate? Wow. 
That sounds biblical to me. <laughs> yeah, know, but and we're, we're putting up this Patreon, so a lot know, of. Can... <laughs> <laughs> Billy, get those legs ready. <laughs> 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 but yeah, and a lot of it are, a lot of the beliefs is pretty much based on the Abrahamic covenant, right? So, like, if you stay faithful to me, and even the covenant with Israel, it's like if you faith. If you stay faithful to me, then I will bless you abundantly. Mm. Um, prosperity gospel is the belief that if I stay faithful to God, then he will bless me materially. Materially. Monetarily. Monetarily. Health. Health too, right? Health too, health, yeah, because Like, you know, yeah, like... Because- Healing yeah. and things like that is that? Yeah, I feel like it's yeah, part of the culture if, of prosperity gospel. I think. Yeah, especially if you're like if you're like naming claim it, right? Well, right, like, 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 claim it type thing. Like naming claim it. Um, and it's it's different for us here, I guess, in Canada because we've got free healthcare. Um, Mercy, that's so wow. That's so crazy to think how um, that has yeah, shaped. Yeah, but uh, you know, where where we where at least I understand it from the end of the states. You know, you get crazy bills, man. Like you can go like bankrupt or you could lose everything just on hospital bills yeah just, right? like depending on what you what happens to you right and so no yeah you, know, you, you you find yourself in you know facing that type of scenario mm-hmm. yeah something like the prosperity gospel so appealing it is appealing something to run to when, you, right? yeah, when you're faced with this dire situation when it comes to money mm-hmm. right wow um and so like this whole idea of sort of the physical health and economic prosperity, you know, is all encompassed into your well-being, right? You as you, you being a person that is, you know, being taken care of by God, right? That, that comes part, part and parcel with that whole idea that God takes care of you. And so, hey, yeah, let's, you know, uh, it's just emphasized that much more. Wow. Now I'm thinking, like, wow, has the is the is the culture and politics and policies in the U.S. has it paved the way to create such belief, like having the prosperity gospel prosper so much? Right, like in Canada, I feel like it's not it's not a big thing. I feel, I mean, we have like Christians on Facebook who like watching people like Joel Osteen and who else? Yeah, who else is like prosperity gospel people? Um, Ken Copeland. Ken Copeland. Ken is that the scary-looking guy? Yeah. Was that so, <laughs> was that, so scary? Was, he's old, right? And, yeah, he's um, old. He, he has his own private jet or something. He's the one who blew COVID away. Oh, <laughs> he's the one that blew. Oh wow, that guy. Okay. Oh, buddy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That is okay, so, so, <laughs> cool. so the list of guys is like E.W. Kenyon, Oral Roberts, Robert Tilton, Osborne, Joel Osteen, Creflo Dollar. Okay. Kenneth wow, what Copeland, a name. Reverend Ike, and Kenneth Hagen. Alright. Dollar. What dollar. A name. dollar. dollar. I'd want that name if I was a prosperity gospel right? preacher. <laughs> right. It's like it's oh, so I was brand. God so has called brand. me for this. God has ordained my life <laughs> for such a time as this. To be a um, living money testimony. <laughs> Dollar. Dollar. So 
is there anything wrong with this? Is it good or is it bad? Preaching this uh, theology. Why? Well, I, I mean, I know critics of the prosperity gospel. One of the the biggest sort of talking points against it is that you uh, you set people up uh, to be taken. Right for their money, like just to be swindled out of their money. Mm-hmm. Right, it's a, it's a, it's like like we said earlier. You know, if people are in a certain situation where you know they're they're facing financial difficulties, yeah, something like this is you know very appealing. And if you come up with the notion that the more you give, the more God will bless you and take you out, you know, take you out of your misery. Yeah, you can absolutely like. Yeah, just take a whole lot of money from a whole lot of people. Um, and so that's the first part of it is that, you know, you, you can, you can take advantage of people. The second aspect of it, you know, from the person's standpoint is that you might be going after God for the wrong reasons, mm. only for what he can give you. Of course. Mm. Yeah. Right. And once that, and let's just say once it happens, you, okay, let's say you do get blessed and you, you know, you, you prosper financially and, and, you know, uh, health wise, then what? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I, I think those are the two sort of like very slippery slopes, if not, you know, the dangers of it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It sounds, yeah, it just sounds, it sounds so outrageous to me, to be honest with you. Like if we, <laughs> Oh my god, it just sounds outrageous. Like I'm trying to think about it. If I were to if I were growing up, like would I have believed all these things that prosperity gospel people were saying? I think it's only because like I know I think it's because we know what the gospel is, what the heart of the gospel is. And it's definitely not for monetary, for like personal gain. It's it's because when you hear the prosperity gospel, it's so self centered. It's so workspace also too because like oh i must be faithful i must be obedient in this so-and-so way so there so it's for god to you know bless me where we know as the gospel like it's only because it's only through our faith uh through the work that jesus has done is that we can be reconciled to god right and also the gospel is only doesn't even talk about (laughs) like again it doesn't talk about monetary gain it doesn't talk about like uh financial blessing doesn't even talk about our well-being it talks about our uh, reconciliation in our relationship with God the Father through you know Christ's sacrifice. So when I hear the prosperity gospel, I'm like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> like, yeah. how is that the center of your religion or your Christianity? Like, it makes like it makes zero sense to the biblical narrative to what it says in the New Testament, and that's why I think it's wrong. <laughs> I don't know if I feel if I'm angry or just <laughs> I don't know how I feel right now. Maybe cuz I'm just angry at the people who choose to abuse this theology and, you know, like you were saying, yeah, I'm like people can be abused for, you know, get, take, having their money taken away from them and yeah. they don't know better, right? They believe this person is you know, they say they're following God and they're wholeheartedly following him and they Yeah, I think the core of it like, you know, they want like people want to follow God and they want to 
honor him and know him, but I think it got it gets distorted in I think just human nature to be honest with you. In we want in in the nature that we want to control things. And I feel like with the prosperity gospel, there's a sense of control because we are able to you know, be faithful or be obedient to God. So therefore we can control our outcome of life. And yeah. God is just like our our dealer. Back pocket uh, genie, I don't know. Man. Back pocket genie. Yeah, exactly. Sugar daddy. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, Sugar daddy Jesus. I think other uh, <laughs> one other thing is that uh, one other one other danger I, I can imagine is you know what if you don't aren't aren't in a financially restrictive sort of situation and you already have like financial resources does that does that give rise to like this sort of idea of I'm already blessed you know this sort of like this this not a caste system but like you know this uh, meaning of all oh, I'm better than you because I've already been blessed by god see look at all the, the oh wealth that yeah I have. got it you know like this so there's power you know there's power imbalances there's you know inequality right oh, there's the, i'm better mm -hmm. than you yeah probably can of, definitely slip in and be like hey yeah. look how faithful i've been guys like look at my big mansion or something like that like so see if only you're faithful <laughs> there we go god has blessed me so much even though i was Imagine what you can do when I'm so much more faithful. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think you guys bring up good points. Um, I think even with a even with a Abrahamic covenant, which is what it's really heavily based on, uh, what it says there is that God blesses you to be a blessing to others. So that blessing is ultimately not because of greed um, mm -hmm. it's because of you want to bless others or like god wants you to bless others whereas prosperity gospel i see it as people believing it and doing all these things for god so that they themselves can be blessed mm. right um, not necessarily thinking about oh how can i use this wealth for god like later on for others mm -hmm. so. and i think that's one of the um i think that's one of the sort of like the the talking points or what am i what am i um what's the term um the things that that a prosperity preacher will say to defend it right is that hey uh like for td jakes like you you can be more influential in the world around you for god if you're more affluent that's the thought process snap that's crazy what and and it's and it's not and it's hard to argue against that to a certain extent mm -hmm. right because <laughs> the more money you have you know the of course yeah of okay course, you know in this world people take you more seriously right um and so i think that's what makes it dangerous is that there is that sort of like have truth there because you can yeah. be you can also be you can also be influential and not have financial means mm -hmm. i agree right. with you that's so wow did he say that or just like that's his uh his, i think his, i read that his somewhere. theology or something uh Man. i want to make sure that i'm not attributing yeah 
Yeah, it's from from this one one site. Yeah, it says TD Jakes. Mm. Funny He's, you mentioned that though, because yeah. I was thinking, like maybe a few months ago or last year or whenever, I I had this thought: is that like, what if? Do you think God can use this? Because you know, as TD Jake said, like right now in this world, like the poor isn't really looked too highly on. So, like, what? You know what? Never mind. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was about to say, oh my gosh! Oh, I was just about to say, like, because like the poor people are not like like are not influential. But like, are we? We're, we're called to help the poor. So what's what the heck? I don't understand. Never mind. Well, Keep on going. Let me let me <laughs> carry on. Wait, wait, hold on. Like, let let me let me pose this question: Would would the would the resurrection of Lazarus be less if he wasn't as affluent as he was in Jesus's time? Oh snap! I'm, See, yeah, and but. I, I'm not, I'm not advocating it, but I'm just putting forth the question, you know, from you know, from a from a human sort of perspective. Mm, like, do yeah. we not sort of view people that have means as having like you know, just a little bit more pull, having a little bit more? I don't know. Um, I don't want to say more importance, but it almost seems that way, right? That's the way we 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 view it. True. We put it, yeah. Right. They have more of a voice. They have more of. Yeah, I don't want to say the word influence because it's not influence. It's just they have. Oh, not even importance. What's the word? Like. I don't, I, I don't want to say gravitas, but. Gravitas. Seems, I like that word. Like the... <laughs> I kind of like gravitas. Gravitas. No, cool. yeah, it's, yeah. I, I think it's part of like the whole. It's like the whole celebrity status thing because like you have more eyes focused on on you because of something right because of huh. fame money things like that mm. and i think okay okay fine you know what if you are more affluent you not that you have more influence that you but you do have a wider audience of people looking towards you looking at you is that fair yeah you sh- it shouldn't be but, that way but, but it should fair. It I shouldn't know. be that way. <laughs> it shouldn't be that way. Yeah, but and, it kind of uh, is. It is, and it kind of is. But you know, if you're a real Christian, you'd take that very seriously. It's actually harder. It's supposed to be harder yeah, to live that true. life rather than it is. Supposed oh, to be look at me! I'm rich, and I'm a Christian, <gasps> or God. Da, 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 da. No, there's so much responsibility. <laughs> so, I have a needle, yeah. man. I have a needle. So the whole when you're rich person and you know, being a risk, uh, somebody that has money, apparently, I mean, it's supposed to be harder for you because, you know, you have other things that you, you can take care of your problems. The thing with money is that it doesn't buy happiness. It buys options, right? Mm, yeah. It affords you options to go here or there. It, it opens doors, right? Um, but that usually means there's a tendency to not have to rely on God because you do have something that you can fall back on to say, okay, I can get things done because I have X and Y resources. No, I said, yeah. So I guess in terms of the prosperity gospel, it kind of even sounds more outrageous because the more richer you are, the more options you are. And that therefore 
the more you don't have to rely on God, essentially, because you have all these different security blankets and options like that. Well, yeah, maybe, may, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that seems to be sort of like the main like downfall of somebody that has that, uh, particularly if they think, "Hey, I'm blessed by God," right? I mean, I, I understand that there are not every prosperity gospel preacher. You know, take, is necessarily known for taking advantage of like whatever of their their congregants, um, but I I I think that there are some um, churches that that teach prosperity gospel that does that does um, social programs and stuff. So they they use the money that they give that they get sorry to further enhance you know sort of the 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 community around them. To what extent I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know that it was mentioned. Interesting. So. But again, I feel like it boils down to the theology. Like what type of theology, what type of relationship are we establishing with God as God as a means to an end or God as an end in himself? Yeah. Right? Because I think... Exactly. Because it, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. Like say like, okay, say I believe in prosperity gospel and I get so much money because I tell people that, uh, to donate their money to me because God will bless them sevenfold. And I use that money to go back into, go back into the community. To me, it feels like it's like dirty, like it's like dirty money essentially. <laughs> because wow, you're leading people. feel really strongly. About I don't know. Because like you're leading people. Like, uh, okay. Maybe okay, it's, it's, it's so hard because like you are helping people, but you are leading people astray to what the truth is of, of what the gospel is. Like the true gospel, not like the prosperity gospel and like being faithful to God and then, Oh, I'll get all this money back regardless. I, it, it just sounds like, I don't know. Maybe I feel so strongly about it because it's so counter to what the gospel teaches in yeah. itself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's probably why. That's what I think for me it is. It's like if when, when you have this, this preaching and when, when this theology is preached in your church it kind of is the prominent theology and it kind of overshadows everything else um that's just from experience or from observation and then Mm. if your church is not about the gospel of jesus christ and him dying for you on the cross and being resurrected and jesus christ came into this world uh, to solve the brokenness within man and fix that um if that's not what your church is prominently preaching then i'll have a problem with that yeah because can you even call yourself a christian like i like i i wonder like how does how do people in the prosperity gospel view jesus as within the bible as you know like what is what is his role then Cause, man, I, maybe we should start listening to some prosperity gospel sermons just to start, not not to, not to go along with them, but like just to just to see and understand like what is what about the theology, like how well how good are they in dancing around the gospel or things like that, like how like how do they like I just wonder how like how do they construct and how do they view the Bible viewing everything through the lens of prosperity gospel versus the lens of like the gospel in itself. I don't know. I, I would, if I was a preacher of that, one of the ways that I would defend it is that 
you know, Jesus came to reconcile us with God. Now that God isn't angry at us anymore, he wants to bless us. Mm. Right? Uh, he wants to love on us like a father. You know, love sure. on, on, his, on his children. And he wants to, and, and who, and as Jesus would say, you know, who among you, when your son or your child asks you for, so a bread would give him a stone or a snake, right? You know, nobody mm-hmm. does that. And so how much more good is your father in heaven? Right. That okay. Wants to, whatever. However, you're Jesus a good prosperity tells, gospel yeah, teacher. We'll stop this. I don't want, don't, don't, put, don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> but the other thing is like, you know, uh, Jesus tells us that don't lay up for yourself treasures on earth, right? Where moth and rust and destroy, where thieves break in and steal, but lay up your treasures in heaven. Um, you know, for where your treasure is, there your heart is. Also, no one can serve two masters, for you will hate one or love the other. Can't serve both God and money. Right, or mammon, mm-hmm. right? Mamon. Of course, we also know about Mamon. the rich young ruler, where he says, sell everything you have and f- come follow me, right? Mm. Which kind of goes against the whole idea that, you know, um, Jesus wants us to necessarily use the, the, the things that we, that we are given to help others, because he could have just easily said, you know, uh, let me bless you with more because, you know, you've, you've got some and bless <laughs> others. Yeah. Right. Um, Yo, you want to follow me? Okay, here's here's some more wealth. <laughs> oh yeah, no, contribute to the cause. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. He said that, but he didn't do that. So could open could have, could have had his own chair. Uh, what is it called? Non for profit organization. Right. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Foundation. Jesus, Jesus Foundation. I think. Uh, and, oh, and of course, the no, biggest no, no, no. one, I guess, is the the parable of the guy that had like a lot of a lot of um um like his harvest was great, couldn't fit in his barn. So what does he do? He decides to build a bigger barn to so so he can fit in more stuff, so he can take easy it easy for the rest of his days. And Jesus says, "You fool." Calls him a fool and says, "Tonight your 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 soul will be required of you. Like, what good is it to do that?" So, you know, there's a couple of things that G- even Jesus says that kind of contradicts this idea that it is, you know, that Dang. it's about this this idea that God is going to prove to bless you by you know prospering financially. Now, the question is, you know, is there anything wrong with having money? Right, that's the natural question with being no. prosperous. There's nothing right. wrong with it. Like there, there are a lot of rich believers, even in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Right, there's Lydia, who was a seller of purple goods, whatever that means. <laughs> purple stuff. Purple yam. Purple. Um, it's a bunch of ube. Ube. <laughs> purple cloth. <laughs> um yeah she was um, just, she was prominent yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lazarus of course and Joseph of Arimathea mm-hmm. um yeah there were a lot uh Joseph and ended up being rich that's uh, true the son of son of Jacob uh, that's right Abraham well who they based a lot of it yeah on Job was rich Job was rich. I don't think there's anything wrong with wealth. Um, 
God definitely bestows wealth to certain people. And, sure. Um, it's just the contents of your heart, right? Like, do you love your wealth more than you love God? And mm. I think you need to be honest with that. Like, we all need to be honest with that. Like, even even us who are not so rich, like, do we view our possessions the little that we have more than we do God, right? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I guess with more wealth, with great with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like if I if I had more money than I did, like say if we were like say we were all millionaires, I'd feel so much more stressed out <laughs> about being a Christian with all that money because I just have. I just feel like there's so much responsibility with stewarding the money in a way that is glorifying and honoring to God. And I'd be so afraid of idolizing it and making money my God, essentially. I, I, yeah. That's, that's, or, or you fall into the trap and you've considered yourself more blessed than others. And therefore, your (laughs) voice must be heard above others first when you're in a board meeting. Because your opinion costs that much more. Snap. Look right. how much God has blessed me, man. Yeah. And I and I Shoot. and I think that's what I love about our church. Like the way that it runs is that like the contributions of the members do not uh directly go to the church or do not directly go to the pastor. So if you have if you have rich people giving their tithe or giving their money that's not going towards the local church like all of it so the building fund yeah (laughs) so (laughs) see yeah so not the way that our church works is that it's kind of like a pyramid wait excuse me (laughs) wait wait a second wait a second okay so it's The way that our church works is that we're all, there's this interconnected, it's an organization, it's an, and it's very organized and it's very connected and there is a hierarchy and I don't want to say that the local church is at the bottom, but the local church is where the money comes from. But then the, the contributions of the members, the tithes and the offerings get funneled up towards the different levels of leadership. Uh, so we got from the local church, the money goes to the conference and the from the conference, it goes to the union. union and from the, the union, it goes to the division. Division. And the division, <laughs> the it goes heck? to the, 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 the world church. Yeah, the world church. And yeah, like I really have a lot of issues with that system, but the one good thing that I see coming from it is that it really limits any abuse of, I guess, influence or abuse of power that has to do with how much a certain person gives, right? So you don't, if you give, and if you give a lot of tithe and if you give a lot of offering, Sure, okay, you can do that, but the the impact of it isn't felt in your church and 
no one will know how much you're giving except you know it's it's gonna be confidential with treasurer and then it goes it gets funneled up so you can't really boast how much you're giving or you'll just look like a douche right so (laughs) so um i think the good thing about our system is that like the pastors don't get too much um and that really hinder that really protects the pastor from abuse of money or abusing the church funds um and then prevents people from having pride because they give a lot now yes i agree with that however (laughs) and we're just gonna talk we're just gonna talk about our yeah let's go talk about our church for a second um so oh my gosh <laughs> i do understand at least in in our area there are churches that are considered quote-unquote golden gooses right Snap. that give their tithe and their offering you know at a grander scale than the rest of the churches that are in sort of like the area i also understand that churches as a whole, even though it doesn't come down to an individual, there are times where those particular churches will use that fact to put pressure to get more things done their way. Okay, yeah. So there's an abuse there. That <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't happen. Right? So. Yeah, so, I mean, the, oh, it does mitigate, like, the way that it was set up, it does mitigate it to to a certain degree, at least, you know, from an individual level. Yeah, from an individual level. From an individual level. Uh, but when you when you have a church, especially if they're, it's filled with more affluent people, right, they give regularly and, and they're giving a disproportionate amount than some of the other churches, it's hard, you know, the... I see. Yeah, it's I, I, it's hard for them to not, you know, use that fact to, you know, to pressure uh, to get things done, you know, in their favor, the way that they would like to, to be done or seen. Right. It's just kind of, I mean, that's the human nature of, of us, right? Right. And that's, um, yeah. And that's where I see it as so abusive and so... To put it harshly, disgusting, because Ooh. one, because one, that's God; those are that's offering, and that's you're giving it freely to God, or like the money that you have isn't from you; it's God giving it to you, and it's God's mm. possession. Tithe, you're it's it belongs to God. So, like, who are you as a church to use that? Use what God has given you and use what you quote unquote giving freely to God as, as a way of thanking him to use that as leverage that like, I get so mad at that and I get so angry and you're almost as guilty as I'm going to be harsh, but Ananias and Sapphira, like that's you're saying you're using that, or you're saying you're giving it to God, 
right? Like you're saying that your money is going towards God and you've given freely with a thankful heart, with an open heart, with thanksgiving in your hearts. But then you turn around, like you could just because you see the amount of money you're giving and you're contributing as a church, you turn around and use that to get what you want to control the situation and to not let God's will play out and to not trust the leaders that God has entrusted you with. Like as a church, if you're doing that and if you want to control and go about your way, that's, that's, I think that's really sinful. Yeah. And there are, it, it happens the other way too. When you have somebody that does have means and they give regularly and they know, you know, they're, you know, they're, they give a disproportionate amount than other members in the church. I've seen <laughs> where leaders will cater to them more because should they leave that church, particular church, right? Their offering, which stays in the local church usually, but their tithe also, you know, going up, that shrinks, you know, to a, a good percentage. And so, you know, leaders elders pastors right will handle them more delicately right with more you know with more with more energy shall we say they put more work into it to cater to them because and maybe they're not like that you know this is aside from the person that has means of itself right but to a leader that doesn't want to lose that income of a tithe and an offering it's you know it's a hard pull yeah. not to not to cater to them and and you know just give them a little bit more attention yeah but yeah i've seen that happen and i don't I hate like this it so much and i hate it I hate this so you much can't, you can't give space like you can't give any room to the potential of abuse no. and if you this sounds if like you give space to that person like you're gonna enable them yeah and no, well even if it doesn't even if that person is the heart you know has the heart of you know whatever david you know abraham job whatever right even if they have that person you can also create division in the church because the people that don't have they're looking at somebody that's getting preferential treatment because of the money that they give. Yeah. Then you have bitterness setting in, right? And resentment setting in. Mm -hmm. um, and, it's, and it's hard because it, it may not even be anybody's fault in the sense that, you know, the person that's giving, they're just giving because they have the means to it. It's not their fault, right? It might be the fault, it might be the fault of, of the leaders and stuff. Yeah. But you have it's 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 almost it's almost impossible to find a church that doesn't have some sort of power imbalance. Yeah. Right? As long as there's a difference in income to one and another to from one one uh, member to another, you know, you're going to have it. And Paul talks about this, right? You know, in some of the yeah. in some of the early churches, he talks to them like, "Hey, yeah, don't take advantage of it because you you're giving more, or you have more, and you're you know you're leaving the widows and and whatever out, or whatever the I can't remember exactly what the details were, but yeah, he talks against it, right? And so it's been there since 
the beginnings of the church. And, all, and I would harp it to say that it will happen until Jesus comes. The question is, what do we do with that power imbalance? And going back to our sort of our topic, because we've gone <laughs> far from it. What do we do with that prosperity? Yeah, the prosperity kind of just like, you know, you're one of the other things is that you're, you're pushing towards power imbalances within your church. Wow. That may not be your intention, but that's going to happen. And one guys, degree or another. Guys, who hurt you, man? Who hurt you? <laughs> Snap, man. You know, being leaders. I, I've been on yeah, both sides. Let's yeah. put it that way. I've been on both Shoot. sides. So. Dang. Maybe because like I'm I'm a child compared to you guys. So growing up, like I was like so ignorant to these things. What, what, what was what was bunny anyways to me? Oh my goodness! Well, God bless that you were blessed that way, man. Just you know, sort of sheltered that way because you don't want any Amen. of that smoke. Dang, I can I can want, do not want any of that smoke. I can only yeah. imagine. Holy shoot! It's like the prosperity privilege gospel, you know. Privilege gospel. <laughs> the privilege gospel. Snap. All right. So okay. <laughs> With all that said, and I think we're leading towards saying that, um, like for me personally, I would say that prosperity gospel is wrong and going, I think I would even go as far as saying, going back to last episode, that it would be a heresy. Heresy. <laughs> <laughs> Just Snap. because it goes against the very nature of the gospel and it goes against the the clear message of the Bible um, that, you know, it's not really about material possessions, right? So um, since we're leaning towards, since I'm leaning personally <laughs> towards that. Didn't want to speak to the, the rest um, of us. <laughs> What? No. Just, just speak on our behalf. I agree what? with you, okay? Go, fearless leader, go. Fearless. What, what do we do with statements you know, in the Bible that God will bless us when we stay faithful to him? You know, there is that. Like, there, there is are that. Give me an example. Several. Give me some there, verses well, right there now. Are, there are testimonies that people give, you know, where they have been, like we've talked about, people in, in difficult financial situations. You know, they pray and they believe and they hold on fast to the promises that are in that are found in the Bible that 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 God will give will not give us more than we can bear, that you know, he takes care of his children, yada yada yada. Then they, they, they you know, they find a, a random check in the mail for like seven hundred dollars enough to cover the rent and you know, the clothes for that, whatever. There's there's the story like one of our uh, the famous Christians is George Mueller, where, you know, he ran an orphanage and all he would do he wouldn't care where his stuff was coming from, he would pray, and then a knock at the door, and you know, dinner for Amen. that night is provided. Right. So God does provide. Right. God okay, is fine. a provider. God there does is, provide. There is, but I think where it does, I mean, where where this falls flat is that it's overemphasized to the neglect of the, you know, of the gospel that um, that Jesus died for us. That there mm. is a sense that um, the 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 world that in which we live in, you know, um, is catered. Even our own our own hearts are deceitful above all things, and it's ready to, you know, make us fall. Mm. Right, 
and that we need. Then we need a savior, right? We need somebody mm-hmm. to save us from our own sin, mm-hmm. right? And that not doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to save you through money and means, because as we all know, it doesn't matter how much money you can, you. It doesn't matter how much <laughs> money you have, you still sin the same. That is right? true. Or in fact, because as we as I've said, money gives you options. It opens up the door to many more sins, right? Different Mercy, kinds of sins man. that you know no, that seriously. isn't open to other people. Seriously. Is it yeah. safe to say then, like regardless of my faithfulness, like my faithfulness to Christ will will not equal to my s- success in earthly in an earthly sense? Earthly standards. Earthly standards. Yes. I uh, what I would say is that we would take that we would model ourselves after Paul, who says, I have been content in any situation, right? Mm, mm-hmm. Where he's found that he has, he's found in wanting and he's found in, in abundance. Either of those scenarios, you know, shouldn't dictate your relationship with God. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, and it shouldn't even be an indicator of your your relationship with God. I right? never Even will. though that's kind of what it was, and Jesus had to like tell his disciples, "Yeah, that's kind of not how the things work in the kingdom Sorry, of guys. God." Right. Sorry, guys. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it shouldn't be yeah. that way. Whether you, whether you are, um, whether you are blessed with resources, as Mark was saying, you ble- God blesses you that you might bless others. Mm-hmm. Right. If you don't. If you're not, if you're not on that, see where where that treasure is. If it's not being stored in heaven, and if it is being stored in heaven, hey, right, your wealth is of a different nature. Your currency is different. Mm-hmm. Right? Ooh, kingdom currency. Ooh, dang, kingdom currency. I think the statements that um that God makes in the Bible that He will bless us or like. When Jesus says, I came to give people life and give them an abundant one, mm-hmm. is mainly spiritual. Yeah. And, yeah, um, I agree. Sometimes that coincides with riches, but a lot of times it doesn't. And God, I think God knows what's good for you. Uh, if there, there's even an inkling that like that money is not good for your faith, um, then that means if you follow him, then he will want you to give that up. I don't think that God will bestow that upon you because that is a very dangerous thing to you if there's that thing in your heart. Right? Yeah. I th- and uh, one of the best ways to kind of guard against the idea of, of wanting more wealth is that if you get a lot of money, it's not yours. You're just the steward of it. It's God that's blessed you, is loaning it to you so you can mm-hmm. use it for his glory. Mm-hmm. Right? That's probably one of the better ways to, like, you know, not get you caught up in as... the whole mammon thing right? mm-hmm. and prosperity yeah. thing. Right? Because if in the end you realize, hey, this is not mine, I'm just a steward of it, which Jesus, you know, clearly talks about stewards 
um, in his parables, you know, things become a little bit more clearer as to how you are to come about money. Because, you know, the Bible is also clear that you're supposed to be responsible with the money that you're given. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, it's not, it's not ignorant to the fact that money is an important thing for us to exist and coexist in this side of heaven. At the same time, though, you know, if it's not yours to begin with, and you're supposed to be, you're going to have to give an account for it, you know, then I think that perspective allows for a, a better, more clearer understanding of how you are to use money and how you're to, to view money in general, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm convicted. So, as you said in the beginning, Billy... You are a living testament. <laughs> <laughs> the gospel does not exist. <laughs> um, <laughs> as I said, we can take that in so many different ways. Hey, but, man. <laughs> <laughs> the prosperity that I experience has zero has nothing to do with my faith of God. He's been very... <laughs> he's been he's very, been very faithful very, to you. He's been very there faithful to there me. That's what... <laughs> That's... <laughs> oh, um, so funny. No, but it's, it's... It's it's very humbling to be in a situation, I guess, like, like myself. Because I know that... I think because, like, all the, like, quote-unquote, like, earthly blessings that I received, I know for a fact it had absolutely zero had to do nothing with my faithfulness to god it's just his his goodness is too good man and now i have a lot of responsibility with the blessings that i have so yeah how are you yeah the challenge is now how are you gonna use that right yeah like how how can i live faithfully to god with what he has given to me so come on prosperity gospel what do you got on me I think Jesus said it too. Uh, I think it's in Matthew 5, <clears throat> near the end of Matthew 5, when he's talking about love, loving others. As Jesus said, he makes it rain on both the righteous and the unrighteous. Rain yeah. meaning blessings, not like the rain that we see it and like, oh, rain is so gloomy. Right. Is but so, even in an agrarian society, rain, you know, oftentimes yeah. meant prosperity, right? Because if not, mm-hmm. you get drought, you don't have enough uh, crops grow, you get poor. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, yeah in very so, many senses in an agrarian society, yeah, it does mean it. But for our instances, yeah, you're right. You know, we're not an agrarian society, but. But God uh, blesses, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus said God blesses. The right, the righteous and the unrighteous. Yeah. So, that's that's one statement, really. But the <laughs> the the thing is, the main issue is your heart, and it always comes down to our hearts. Always, always. Like, what what yeah. is the motivation of us believing in God? What's our motivation? Is it selfish and like, oh, why am I tithing so that I can get more back, uh, tax return, or <laughs> or but praise God that. for those types of terms, man. <laughs> yes, <Like>. praise God. <laughs> praise God. Praise God. Praise um, God's deductible. Yes. Amen. Mercy. That man. is definitely a blessing. But Mercy. or 
like would we give if that doesn't exist or like would we give tithe if or would we follow god if he tells us to give our riches away like case in point the rich young ruler Mm -hmm. so we always have to look with deep within us to see where Mm. our hearts are yeah yeah and that is our challenge for you today um snap yeah and there are a lot i don't know if i want to get into this now but there are (laughs) even there are even little things like it doesn't have to do with money it doesn't have to do with wealthy possessions worldly possessions but just even like the tiny sense we talked about it before like the tiny sense of god blessing you because you're faithful like you have to get rid of that notion um Mm -hmm. like oh you you did got you're so faithful to god you got a couple extra points in your test or oh um, my god um (laughs) yeah um so there are definitely other little things that we must examine within our hearts um that we need to check uh, within our theology um and like what if god doesn't you know god doesn't bless us with a few extra points are we gonna stop being faithful like that's not of course i am (laughs) (laughs) that shouldn't be the case but it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. We should stay no. faithful no matter the circumstance. As you said it, like Paul said it, right? He was content in every situation. Mm-hmm. And so should we. Amen. 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 Um, but yeah, I guess that's a good way to close it out. Um, we thank you for for joining us in this episode thank you for listening in this has been a very t- fun topic to talk about um, <laughs> we you hope guys you, got a vent bit, which is nice you uh, we <laughs> hope that you got to learn more about prosperity gospel and i hope we didn't discourage you too much from our experiences with the church uh, <laughs> uh there's definitely more blessings than yes um negative experiences um, so what do you guys think send us a shout out at the prodigals project on facebook twitter and instagram and let us know if you want to add into the conversation just send us a text um if you got if god has blessed you with you know prosperity if god rained on you you uh <laughs> you're welcome to donate Praise to god. our cause <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> What's happening there? What do we just talk about? Praise God. That is. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. We're not. Joking, really... but not joking. We're non We're like Jesus. We're not for profit, guys. We don't have any. We don't have any accounts ready to accept any. <laughs> any donations. But NFTs. They will not be receiving NFTs donations so. soon. Maybe. That's the future. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for the Billy Billy NFTs. <laughs> uh, digital, they're for, what? Is, they're digital cards, right? Like they're like sports yeah. people are using them now. Like athletes, before it was physical cards, but now it's more digital. 
Oh my goodness! It's authenticated original, original, yes. Files, but anyways, <laughs> if you like what you've been hearing, please like and subscribe and donate, and make sure you leave a review. Wow, wow, that, that, that will under go, my radar. That will go a long way in helping us out. That's all we have for you this week. Stay blessed and stay faithful. Stay prosperous. Join us next week. On the Prodigal's podcast. The Prodigal.